We here at Sports Best Friends want to begin each episode by acknowledging the Gadigal and Camaragal peoples, the traditional owners of the lands on which we record. We also acknowledge the traditional custodians of the various lands on which you all are listening, always was, always will be. of Sydney, Australia, comes two energetic Aussie commentators. Ben, aka Cardi B, is a budding expert in NBA collectibles and a longtime NBA fantasy sports winner. Big T is a rookie to the whole game, wanting to grow and learn over the season. Join them on their season of exploration here on Sports Best Friends, a member of Brooklyn Netscast Media. Hello and welcome to Sports Best Friends NBA Fandom, a podcast as excited about the NBA as Ben Simmons is about playing again. I'm T Views, my own, and I'm recording these views on the Patrick Zoom Ewing hotline and on the court waiting for tip-off is my boy Cardi B. You can find him on Insta at Cards Bench and Twitter at Oh no, I messed it up. Cards from the bench on Instagram and Cards Bench on Twitter. <laughs> I'm going to change it. I, I'm going to change it. You're going to like what I'm going to change my Twitter handle to. So just this is just okay. a side note. We'll do it. Now, uh, you're in a different background, and I don't think it's a Zoom background, but what's been happening? Uh, moving house. Um, I'm, I'm currently looking over the harbour. Uh, things are moving up. The, wow. world is, the, world is, the world is opening up, and so we've moved into a new pad um, in, uh, in a nice spot in Sydney. So uh, I haven't got my setup. Right, so the sound might be a bit off tonight, but uh, otherwise, the uh, it's been there's nothing worse than moving house, and I may have said this no. already on a podcast, but like it's the pits. It is. So um, that's what we're doing uh, for two weeks now. Um, so yeah, not much fun, but uh, but, but going to be fun in the end. You're looking at Sydney Harbour, so you really that's a good advertisement to, to invest in cards. Cards, yes. uh, cards and crypto, kids. Cards and crypto. Cards and crypto will get you what you need. <laughs> uh, now, How I've turned you? up late. No, I'm not asking any questions about me. I've turned up late and I've got some questions. We're in a week three and I'm not talking about my uh, my nets. So I have turned up late and I've got some questions. We're doing that right now. We're doing it. Seconds. At Legion Hoops, Ben Simmons was reportedly emotional on the phone when, Ken, when Kevin Durant and the Nets after uh, uh, Kevin Durant and the Nets after the trade went down, thanking them for believing in him. So my first question is: Did the Nets just get better? Uh, yes, uh, because I don't think the Kyrie KD Harden thing was ever going to work. But from what I heard. <laughs> They, there was some crazy stuff that went on in uh, Cleveland, actually. Um, so when Kyrie and Harden were playing in a game, uh, Harden was um, Kyrie was burning sage in the locker room to get rid of the demons from his 
Cleveland passed and Harden just lost his mind and was like, who is this guy? And that was the final straw. So um, I don't think that those two were going to ever play well together. I also think that what we know is once James Harden, James Harden quits, he's not, he's, he's quit on your team. He's quit on your team, you know? Um, and we saw that against Sacramento the other week where he had four points. Um, so I, I think they got better. Um, I also think that if KD can get a championship this year with crazy Kyrie and crazy Ben, um, that will be a masterstroke and that should be part of his legacy, right? Because <laughs> that, that in itself will be amazing. So um, my take on it is that I would rather be in the Nets position three years locked into Ben Simmons at um, you know a, a reasonable rate uh, contract than I would a James Harden, 30 plus years old, asking for a f- uh, opting in for a $50 million extension and asking for a for the rest of a uh, $50 million player option and then asking for an extension. I mean, like, that's not the player that you want. The funny part of this is, would you rather have Jared Allen, who they gave up for nothing, um, to get Harden in the first place? So um, mm. long way to answer your question is yes. I think they got better. Um, I think, and I think we said this on the podcast, like last week, it was, it was there, it was going to happen. It was, if, if the rumors were that strong, it was always going to happen. So I think they did get better. Um, As a, as a new fan, what are you, what are your thoughts on it? Well, the other thing I just wanted to touch on before is him getting emotional about thanking them and believing in him. Do you also believe in all of that stuff? Do you believe that he would be, I mean, he's been given a, a, for lack of a better word, a lifeline. And I don't want to trivialise his mental health, so I'm being very cautious about that. He, he was given mm-hmm. another opportunity to to play the sport that he's, you know, publicly known for doing. And and it was, seemed to be in a really difficult situation. He didn't have many public supporters, the media and players, and everyone seemed pretty off him. So, um, and Australia was really off him, generally. So mm-hmm. this was, um, this this could be really good. If all of the things that he was saying was true, this could be really good for him personally, right? Like he could find, he could really change who he is at this team. His public I mean, he, perception, he, I mean. Yeah, look, I, um, I, I've ranted about his mental, the, the timing of the mental health piece before yeah. because I'm a big advocate in, in understanding your mental health. And I think that it was a play by his, it was a very timely move by his agents. I'm not saying it was him. I think that they did it mm. um, to get him out of there and, and protect him a little bit. So um Philly is a tough sports town, so there's no doubt that that could have been, it could be real. Um, I think the timing of him coming back, they're saying he needs a month to get in shape, um, so you probably won't see him for a month, which, you know, suggests that there is other issues there. Um, but if he's coming in to be your number three guy, which ultimately he is, right? Um, he's going to be he's going to be a bit protected. Mm. And there was there was something that I was thinking about um, before you probably were watching the basketball in depth. There was a series where it was. Um, uh, the Philly Philly team with Jimmy Butler and JJ Redick and a bunch of other guys and Ben Simmons was like the number three guy on that team, maybe even the number four guy on that team. And he was out of this world. His defense is amazing. Um, so if he doesn't have to take that shot and he doesn't have that pressure and he can just yeah. like pass and defend, like that is a lifeline for him, right? Because he can hide hide behind the Kyrie circus and behind the KD greatest player in the game at the moment and mm. and be the Draymond Green of of Brooklyn. So yeah, I think he probably did get emotional. Um, and, and all of a sudden he's not burning $300,000 in cash every time he doesn't step on the floor. So I'd be pretty emotional about that as well. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The other incredible thing that happened about this, uh, and, and people outside of America, Australia, you know, of, of America might not really, 
the people outside of Australia might not realise how amazing this is, but I was driving to work at like 6am and there was national news. It came on, it stopped. It's part of the, like the, here's all the things that are happening in the world at the moment or, or in Australia at the moment. And part of it was Ben Simmons just got traded to Patty Mills's team for team, yeah. for mega superstar James Harden. And, and I, I mean, I knew rumours and whatever, but to have that confirmed before social media on my national news was, was almost emotional for me. I shouted what as loud as I could in the car. I couldn't believe that one, the news was efficient, two, I was getting from the ABC. Crazy, isn't it? It's crazy that it made it, that it is such big news. Um, and I, what I would have liked to seen from an Australian point of view, though, was that if Matisse Thibel was in the trade, then we would have had all three Aussies there, right? Like mm. that would have been amazing. Um, but look, um, it is national news here uh, because he is still Australian, even though a lot of people, as you said, were pretty off him from Australia, but um, he's got a chance to, you know, everyone has, in in sport, people have short memories, man. I mean, if he goes on and plays, you know, plays really well the rest of the year and they make the the finals, like, there'll be people rooting for the Nets just because Ben Simmons and Paddy Mills are on there for sure. Yeah, yeah. At BGN underscore five tweeted that Harden and Embiid pick and roll is going to be vicious. So my next question is, did the 76 just get scarily better as well? Uh, um, I still think, I think the Nets won the trade. Uh, that's just, that's my personal opinion. And I think it's pretty divided. Like when you look at these kind of trades, usually there's a clear cut winner. And I don't think in this case there was, but I think if I'm, if I'm either one of those teams, I, I'm preferring to be the Nets than the 76ers. The 76ers basically got James Harden for Seth Curry because Ben Simmons hadn't been playing all year. Um, is he a perfect fit with Embiid? I don't know. And I don't think anyone really knows. And it probably depends on what version of James Harden you get. I mean, like this is an MVP guy, a, a previous MVP. Um, if he comes in and gets himself in a little bit of shape, loses a few kilos, stays away from the strip clubs, um, you know, you might you might find that they're devastating together. But um, Doc Rivers is famous for having only, you know, taken the Celtics to the championship and I think he's the coach that has lost the most 3-1 series leads uh so you know put him with someone like Harden who hasn't really won anything Mm. um you're putting still putting a lot on Embiid's shoulders but I watched the Suns game uh the other week with um earlier in the week with Philly and Embiid was amazing man like amazing he's off the chart yeah it's so good and um, you put Harden there as a, as a threat. I mean, it's the same thing that we've always talked about with the Nets, like Harden, Durant, like together and with Kyrie, that would be amazing, but that didn't work out so well. So mm. um, I don't think, that I, I, if I'm the 70, if I'm a 76 fan, I'm pretty happy. I don't like giving up the first round draft picks later in, in years to come. Uh, and then I've also, I'm, I've got to tie myself to Harden for the next couple of years. So that makes it tough as well. Uh, but it could be amazing. Um, you know, within within Bede already playing at this level, if Harden plays the right role and doesn't try to be the number one. So, my last question is about Durant. The at the Hoop Central tweeted, Kevin Durant picks Rudy Gobert in his last pick over Harden, and LeBron is dying laughing. Now, did you watch? First of all, did you watch that clip or, or any of the the draft I saw things? The, I didn't see the draft thing, but I watched yeah, that clip that and I watched I watched the I watched the sports center parts of that clip. That was her. Yeah. And just LeBron amazing. trying to put his folder up over his face because he just couldn't believe because Kevin did the entire thing deadpan, like like he was he being did? real. And so yeah. my real question is, was that some amazing entertainment or was that just like a little bit weird? Like was is Kevin playing into that or is he so good that he can sail over the top of this? 
But what what do you think is the underlying things in that? Uh, I'm a, I'm an NBA conspiracy guy as well. I think a lot of this <laughs> stuff has has underlying like oh that's a perfect scenario like yeah. you know uh, so there's a bit of that I think there's a bit of there's a bit of entertainment going on there and people playing the game and but the funny thing is Duran isn't really like that right he's he's no. a pretty sensitive guy he gets upset yeah. on Twitter like so I I have to think that there was a real emotion there when he was like trying to keep it straight and and then obviously LeBron just like breaking away you could see him kind of like trying not to laugh as well yeah. he was like holding his face well, the first thing Durant says is look I'm gonna need to go for size and yeah. then Harden knew what was happening and just wanted to like no I can't be in this conversation and I and I wonder if if it is set up even a little bit that LeBron would have said something like I'm not taking Harden like right into the end. So if you don't want him, like you're going to have to fucking gonna have to do come it. up with a way to work it out. Just to see, if they, even if they were just talking shit with each other and then they ended up in that situation and LeBron would have been like, holy shit, this is really happening and he's really not going to pick him. And uh, yeah, I mean, even if that wasn't, I can believe it was all just serendipitous and like luck. But LeBron, they both would realize at the very end, like, oh shit, this is an unusual situation. How funny was it? Yeah. yeah. And, and Kevin may have really thought I need Ruby more than I need James. And so he was doing the whole thing straight, but everyone else in the world was feeling like, this is incredible. This is weird. This Super is... awkward. Yeah. So good. Great <laughs> could have been better. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It completely legitimized the entire um, All-Star weekend, the All-Star break. Everything was just for that one weird voting thing where we got to see that. The game could be completely stupid, but just this whole scenario was, was entertaining enough. It's perfect. I'm no expert. I just love the game. But more than that, I love the community. If you're a fan of Rugby League or the NRL, you'll love Big T's Tees. Unique, affordable and made for fans. Find a link to the online store in the show notes below. You'd look good in one of Big T's Tees. How are your sons going? We'll keep it, we'll keep it brief. I don't want to hurt. I don't want it to hurt too much. I mean, oh we, we had an, we had another four and a week. So, you know, I just, it gets a little monotonous. Um, That's it. Know. I know the feeling. I know the feeling. It's just <laughs> yeah. the same outcome over and over again. It's hard to, you know, but we soldier on. No, look, it was, a, it was an amazing week. I think I said, I definitely said this last week. I mean, we had a really tough road trip in Chicago, Philly, Milwaukee. Um, if we went two and two, I was happy. We went four and oh, I mean, I'm, bloody ecstatic um chicago game we were up by 27 in the third booker had 38 points um and derozan was awesome he had 38 as well and and you know i, I was wrong i can say it um derozan is a much better player than i gave him credit for this year so happy to admit that they didn't have caruso they didn't have balls so it wasn't really a true indication of what they could do but i mean it was crazy. The craziest part of this game, though, if you if you didn't watch the game, it was a three point. I think it was three points at the end, right? Suns were up by fifteen with one forty one left in the game, so the Bulls scored twelve points in a minute and a half. Wow. So if you were if you were watching it and you were on on the on the margin, like the mm. ten plus thirteen plus, you would have been blowing up. So it was actually that was a pretty crazy ending. Um, we went to Philly back to back, brutal. Um, I thought we were going to be in trouble. Um, Embiid was huge. He had 34 and 12. Uh, it came down to like probably the the last minute that game. Um, Embiid missed a three and then he had a, he made a steal and then he had a turnover that he passed to Curry and Curry missed the ball. And then the next, you know, Curry's traded. So maybe that's why Curry got traded, not <laughs> Matisse, but he was unstoppable. I mean, we, we touched on that already. Um, and then we went back and got one in, uh, we, we oh, 
this one was in Milwaukee, right? I'm sorry, this one was in Phoenix, but um, uh, Milwaukee came to Phoenix and we got one back on them. Um, and actually, it was a really good game because um, the Suns basically changed the way they play. And, the, and knowing that Milwaukee was going to switch everything, they just went straight to DeAndre Ayton. And he had 27 points on 12 or 14 shooting. So it was pretty crazy. Wow. Chris, Paul had, Chris Paul had 19 assists in that game. Um, he had his 500th double-double, and he's only the fourth guard in history to do that. Wow. And the game was, like, the game was close um, to a halftime, and then, we, and then we took a 20-point lead into the fourth. So, um, again, um, pretty impressive uh and then today was a nothing game we played orlando um the only hi- the highlight from today was that um we made a trade for a guy called tory craig who played for us in the finals last year uh was with um indiana um and him checking in was awesome because the crowd gave him a standing innovation he had oh. 11 points in the game uh, it was really cool to have him back so um we've won 16 of 17 seriously rolling love it um we've got Clippers, Houston, OKC, New Orleans for the next four games before the All-Star break. So um, potentially we win. I hope we win all four of those or at least a couple, at least maybe we rest some guys because Booker's had like some some high minute nights as well. So so overall, as a Phoenix fan, awesome. Um, I love what we did at the trade deadline. I love adding Tory Craig and then um, Aaron Holiday as well. Uh, who was also good today, and so uh, and they didn't break up that core. We got rid of Jalen Smith, who I think we knew we were going to have to move because we didn't we didn't uh, exercise his his rookie extension. Um, so we're happy to get something back for him, and we'll see how Holiday fits. Um, so he's True Holiday's brother. Yeah, there's three Holiday brothers in the, in the oh, league, right. and he's yeah, the yeah. he's the younger he's the youngest of the three. Uh, so um, potentially great player, but hasn't really hit the level that. I guess he hoped when he was uh, was drafted. So hopefully he comes in and makes a difference in Phoenix. So, man, I'm pretty pumped. It's been awesome. I'm actually starting to kind of believe that we might actually be able to win this thing. But You're an 800 that. team. And yeah, I mean, the, crazy, the best right? team in the East is a 600 team. So, yeah. like, you're, you're a league in your own at the moment. It's, out, it's outrageous. It is. Um, yeah. And awesome. so just looking across the thing, I just need to give a quick shout-out to um, Backyard Burgess, who's... Boston Celtics, I've been giving so much shit to all season. They've finally jumped the nets on the table. So congratulations to him <laughs> and to all those great people who follow uh, the Celtics. And uh, my cousins this year, or my nephew, I should say, one of them took the Wizards. Uh, sorry, one of them took the Pelicans because he legit loves that animal. And so just has always been a Pelicans fan. He asked how they're going. I said, oh, they're not doing that well. But the best player's not back yet. And then the other cousin, his brother, said, oh, how this, how's the Boston Celtics going this year? And I told him, yeah, they're not doing very well, man. They had a really bad start, but they're going okay at the moment. And then he's like, okay, where are they on the table? And that was when I looked it up and found it. And I was like, oh, fuck, you're above me. Like, I really shouldn't have said anything just then. I should have just said you're having a great year. And anyway, so, yeah, just left it at that. What do I know? Um, So, I mean, the heat's looking great. The Bulls still look legit. They've they've had those outs, and they're still way up the top. Um, Cleveland as well, I gave zero respect to at the beginning of the year. And they're also really hoeing in. which is great for them. The Nets have now got three wins this week, finally, which I'm looking forward to. We'll beat the Kings on Tuesday. We've got the Knicks, which is always great. And the last time we played them, we won. So I hope that happens. And we've got the Wizards on the Friday before the um, break. So that'll finally be a 3-0 week. And we will, it'll be the first time in weeks that we'll have actually won a fucking game, which is, I just cannot believe. Uh, but I look forward to it. I look, it'll be even sweeter. If there's one thing I know about going for teams that lose, it's that the wins are even better. 
Is there anything else that you've noticed in the league that you want to talk about? Sorry. Uh, You're not I, sorry I, at all. Keep going. Are you <laughs> laughing and tell me another two. Tell me something else you want to talk about. Off the nets. Uh, I, I guess the trade deadline, it was pretty, it was as crazy as, as I thought yeah. it was going to be. You, um, you picked that as well. You said you were really looking forward to seeing some crazy yeah, shit happen. And... I thought there was going to be some crazy shit. And there was. Yeah. Um, I love for the Pelicans who you were just talking about. Um, I love them getting um, CJ McCollum from Portland, uh, kind of showing that they're still interested. They're trying to make the playing game at least this year. So that was pretty awesome. The one that I love the most was the Pacers getting um, Tyrese Halliburton from the Kings because this kid is like 21 and he can do anything. And there's no way in the world these kind of guys get get traded unless it's with the Kings because the Kings are so dysfunctional. Uh, so. <laughs> That was an amazing. That was that was a crazy move. Uh, so and then picking up him uh, and Jalen Smith and freeing themselves of some of the some of the older contracts that they have and the bigger contracts. I thought that was a good move. And then um, I liked the, the addition of Boston um, Derek White from the Spurs. So anyone that comes out of the Spurs system, I think always fits really well, and I think he'll he'll be great in um, he'll be great in Boston. So I like those. Um, and then, I mean, there were so many little trades. Um, Porzingis going out of Dallas yeah. was a big one as well. Um, to the but, Wizards or something. Yeah, to the Wizards. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't really have a, a feeling on that. I, I just thought it was a strange trade for Dallas to make for basically um, two backups who they kind of already have that position covered. But I guess it gets them off the big contract of him and the uncertainty around his contract um, as, and his health status. So, yeah, that was a pretty crazy one. But uh, lots they're making a run, on. though. Like, they're in the top five. Yeah, it amazing. makes no sense yeah. to me why they would be getting rid of big pieces when they Anyway. I think he's just he's injured so often, and they had a chance to basically uh, take his contract, which is hard to move, split it into two big contracts that are probably easier to move than the one big contract. That's that's my understanding of the situation. Uh, okay. Okay. So, Jordan. Open. Chicago with the lead. Let's get down to the points. How's your fantasy team performing? Well, I, I don't know the points. I think it got beat by 800 or something this week, so that's fine. But I had a big week this week because I was working the waiver and mucking around with trades because the trade deadline's coming up. And I kept getting off all these offers because everyone knew I was tanking. And I kept getting all these offers and I held and I held. And then uh, Bradley Beal went down for the season. And so I got a CJ McCollum for Bradley Beal straight up deal, which I'd been holding off like getting. So that was huge. Uh, so in, in for those that don't follow fantasy, Bradley Beal is like was rated as the top player this year in fantasy, and CJ is probably in the top forty. Uh, so that was a huge one if he comes back healthy, which he should next year. So that was great for me. Um, and then uh, one of the guys dropped, dropped Kawhi Leonard as well because uh, oh. he's going all in for this year. And so I'm working. I'm number two on the waiver wire, which means that um, I'll be able to pick up Kawhi. So my team next year looks great. Now I've got. Um, Lillard, Beal, Aiton, um, Jimmy Butler, and um, then I'm probably going to keep Kawhi. So that's a pretty solid five. So I'm pretty excited. And, yeah. and I've got a couple of other pieces that I might move. So, um, yeah, it was even though I wasn't actively participating, as in uh, watching it every day, um, it was great to come out the other side. Are you going to talk about yours? No, because Kevin Durant still injured and James Harden was being a dick. So my week was absolutely fucked. On Miller, McKee gets it in the middle for the win. So each week we like to do a bet. I'm excited about this. This is me finally fucking winning something. The expert tries to flex on the rookie. The current standings, though, are 
six five still. What? Oh, because we haven't counted this last week's one yet. Didn't I just yes. win one? What happened? Yes, you okay, did. Sorry. Yeah, happened so it was six. So six or oh no, it was, sorry, it was, it was six six five yeah. six yeah. five. Then um, the bet was the four games. Um, I said that they'd go better than two and two, so I took three and one, four and zero, oh, and they went. Oh, and four. Yeah. So I kind of won, but not really. What did we I say? Felt... <laughs> so we're six all. Um, and then I Ooh. felt like I, I felt like we should just uh, embrace Super Bowl tomorrow and pick a team. Oh shit! Well, I've got to zero the tiger. I've got to take the tigers. Oh, uh, you got to take the Bengals, right? Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Okay. So you're Cincinnati. I'll take the Rams. Uh, now I, I got to tell you, the Sim- the Simpsons already predicted this like 25 years ago. So I, I do feel like you should know it before we can continue. Oh, I don't there's, know this. There's a random story. episode. There's a random wow. episode. I think it's the one where Homer's getting um, is has a gambling problem, and in it, there's just a random games where the where the Rams play the Tigers and they win 37-15. And anyway, the scores on the TV and Homer loses something because of it. So uh, wow. That yeah, is crazy when that Well, I mean, you, you do 20, 20 plus years of episodes, everything's going to eventually happen. But the uh, anyway, so I'm excited that they've even put, they already put it and the Tigers went in that. The Tigers will win in this. It's, it's super exciting. Now, the worst thing is that my job obviously starts, I mean, like most jobs kind of restart in January, February, but it means that I can never, I never feel okay to already take this Monday off. I've only really been back for like two Mondays. And so I've always felt like I can't, I can't take this one off. I probably could this year. I feel pretty fucking lazy, but I just feel like it's not Green Bay. I should wait for it to be Green Bay, which is kind of allegedly my team. So this the Bengal Tigers are probably the close second just because of the name. But uh, right. so I really have so to you win take, it. So you'll take the Bengals. Um, it it's probably the first Super Bowl where I I don't I haven't really followed the games. Yeah. I watched the games two weeks ago, but um, you know they're teams that I traditionally haven't followed. So I'll. I um, may have set myself up somewhere to watch the game, but um, but again, it's always nice to have some sort of interest. So I'll go to the Rams and see if we can, they can beat. I think I, uh, I'm like the kind of person who loves being around when that incredible person's here, which is why I'm such a big pro LeBron person, just because I really like yeah. thinking that maybe I am watching the greatest of all time. And so yeah. I feel the same about Brady when he was doing all that stuff and heaps of people were really sick of him and wanted him to lose. Uh, which I understand is a very Australian thing to to not want people to constantly keep winning, but I was the opposite. I was just like, I want to see him win another one. I want to see him. Yeah. So we went in like, when he won last year with the Buccaneers. I was like, or whatever I think it was last year. Last it year. was yeah. it was just so incredible for me. I was so excited. Heaps of people hated it, but I was just like, no. And I was kind of really hoping that he'd go deep again. And when he won his wild card game to to keep the whole dream alive, I was I was fully behind them. But anyway, I agree. No, I'm I'm right there with you. Um, super sad that he's. He's retired. The guy is just phenomenal. And some of the things that you see and some of the games to your point that I watch where I wouldn't really follow the whole season, but I'd watch the finals and then there'd be a Super Bowl or a, a, a playoff game where he would do something spectacular and you're sitting there watching it and you're like, damn, I watched that live. Yeah, like it's yeah, one yeah. of those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was yeah, totally great. So hopefully we see something like that tomorrow from Burrows and the and the Bengals get up. Thank you. I agree. We hope the Bengals get up. Thank you. We found the end of another app for the, those legends like Luke who got all the way through to the end. Thank you so much. We hope that the Super Bowl team that you are going for wins tomorrow because that's good for you. Cardi B, you've been an absolute pleasure like normal. Always, always a pleasure. Thanks, mate. 
Uh, enjoy your sport for another week. Get around good people on the socials like at Brooklyn Netcasts. And we'll talk to you next time, sports best friends. Sports Best Friends is hosted by me, Big T, and co-hosted by Ben Charlton. Music by Love Drunk Hearts, edited by Big T. We are brought to you by Cards from the Bench, and we are part of the Brooklyn Netcast Media family. <coughs> Let's keep going. <laughs> uh...